1: Jurassic World Minute Movies. Jurassic World One Minute at a Time. I'm Brad. I'm Dave. And on this minute, we're discussing minute 90 of Jurassic World. Dave, an hour and a half into this film. <laughs> I noticed when I was uh, getting some of uh, the novel comparison stuff, and there's only about 25 pages left in the novel, too, so we're, um, we're definitely heading into the business end of this film.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is about to be where it gets good.
1: Yep, unfortunately, got this little bit of a quiet spot <laughs> uh, for some uh, character growth. I'll say uh, before the action hits, but before we get to that, we'll head over to Jurassicpedia briefly for uh, an article here up on Hawks, the uh, mercenary that goes takes Woo back to New in Camp Cretaceous season three. Um, the team have been working real hard uh, getting all the Camp Cretaceous stuff uh, updated on uh, Jurassicpedia, and um, mm-hmm. also now a lot of the uh, all the uh, episode guides and that sort of stuff are all being completed as well. So. Now, there's a little bit of a quiet time where uh, there's not a lot happening in the franchise. It's good to go back, rewatch uh, Camp Cretaceous Season 3, catch all the stuff you missed, and uh, go through the guide as you, as you do it. But uh, yeah, Hawks, I don't think we get to see him in Fallen Kingdom, which is a shame. You'd think they would have tied it in a bit with uh, one of the lead mercenaries. I don't think you'd do the, the, the uh, Ted Levine character. Um, just because he doesn't... I don't think he was around this early in Mills's, uh mm. army <laughs> security force, no. whatever you want to call it. Um, it should be important, too, to mention that um, these mercenaries that are working for Mills protecting Wu isn't InGen. Um, it's not InGen security.
0: No. They are private security mercenaries, it seems like, basically guns for hire. mm And the interesting thing about, like, this character specifically is, well, the reason we never see him in the movie is because it turns out that he went to, he was Wu's personal uh, security guy when he personally went back to Isla Nublar, which we never knew happened in the opening of Fallen Kingdom, Mm -hmm. because it focuses only on the Indominus retrieval.
1: Yep, yep. And I suppose once we do, do that time jump in uh, Fallen Kingdom and get to Lockwood Manor, there's not really a need for mercenaries to be guarding Wu or anything. He's, he's sort of in his lab, mm-hmm. um, that sort of thing too, so they're probably off mm-hmm. doing some other mission.
0: <laughs> Is it, Wu's in his happy place. Yeah. yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yep. So a yeah, good, good long article up here about, uh, about Hawke's uh, involvement in Season 3, as we said before, protecting Wu with his return to Nublar after the Jurassic World incident, and uh, his grudge he gets with the kids that um, just sort of Looney Tunes, <laughs> Bugs Bunny, him all over the place, all over the lab and everything else.
0: It is kind of like that, isn't it?
1: Yeah, yep. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, very, very Bugs Bunny and Elmer Fudd, or Daffy Duck, <laughs> Um <laughs> Yeah, no, a good long ride up there anyway, so... Head yeah, over to JurassicAthipedia.com for uh, that, and as I said before, many more articles on Camp Cretaceous Season 3. You're the new guy, right? Yeah. You ever wonder why there was a job opening? Don't ever turn your back to the cage. <laughs> Dave, ready to get into a minute 90? I am. All right. Minute 90 of Jurassic World opens with Claire telling the boys to hold hands and ends with Zach being a big brother finally. Not a lot here, most of this minute at all. This minute takes part in the back of this uh, veterinary unimog. Uh, as we open on minute 90, Claire closes the doors of the uh, vehicle, leaving the boys, air quotes, safe inside. Uh, the boys realise for a moment that they're alone again. Then uh, Grace extends like, stands his hand to Zach. <laughs> so <he's>, um, <laughs> he was actually going to take his aunt's advice and hold hands. Um, but uh, outside the vehicle Claire takes off her ruined white coat and opens the Unimog door and climbs inside heels and all Uh, little (laughs) reminder here she's still wearing those heels (laughs) even though in the novelisation they're long gone Uh, from the door of the Unimog we can see Mm -hmm. it's uh, MVU12 so a little bit of an addition there if you are building your own (laughs) Jurassic World Unimog If anyone's got the money or the space to house it. (laughs) Um, Obviously, uh, my mobile veterinary unit, 12. So uh, we've discussed with vehicle numbering before. Is there 12? Is this just a 12th one? Or have they just assigned this vehicle 12? Anyone's guess. (laughs) Much like the Jeeps and everything else. In the back, the boys are about to uh, have a moment and it's going to uh, last for the rest of the minute. Grey arc, Zach. Um... Nothing's getting near, right? And Zach replies, "Hey, remember that ghost in the old house? The one in the garage? I protected you, uh, <laughs> graver of mine." Says uh, you made a battle axe out of a ruler and a paper plate. <laughs> so that sort of tells the age. They they must have been a lot younger when uh, they thought there was a ghost a ghost in that house. If you're uh, <laughs> making a battle axe out of a <laughs> paper plate and a ruler. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yeah, it's kind of funny and cute at the same time because I think just about everybody's made, like, ruler swords and paper plate shields (laughs) with their kids playing knight and stuff with their friends. I mean, like, really little kid, you know? Mm.
1: And then there's that that point, which probably, once you become a teenager, where you you move from that into, and The Simpsons probably didn't help this either, uh, baseball bats and nails (laughs) (laughs) Or lumps lumps of timber with uh, nails or screws, in it. <laughs> especially if you're going after something like a ghost that you're scared of. You you want to protect yourself, uh, but uh, but Zach protected Gray in that instance. Um, he says, uh, "Yeah, see, nothing's going to get you while I'm around, okay?" And uh, Gray digs it in a bit harder. Uh, you're not always going to be around, and it's true because uh, these two bond more over the. Uh, the experience in this film, but the parents aren't, they're still getting divorced, <laughs> they haven't uh, been on this uh, relationship building adventure, so as much as they want to say they're going to be around f- for each other, um, it's probably not going to be the case.
0: Yeah, well it is kind of a touching moment because this is a moment that we never really got with... Um with uh lex and tim where we see their relationship how it was it's never really rocky but it's got that typical brother sister relationship tim being the younger brother constantly annoys lex's older sister (laughs) they don't really have that kind of connectivity moment though like this movie does where they kind of bond over their shared trauma
1: She's gonna go in her room and play her computer. <laughs> I'm a hacker. <laughs> hey. Yeah, I mean, like they have the
0: typical sibling banter going on. Mm-hmm.
1: But that's a yeah, mm-hmm. that's the thing with Jurassic Park. The only real time they could have that sort of uh, bonding moment, it's 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 to serve Grant and his um, coming to like kids in the tree, mm-hmm. and him him sort of being the one that I'm um, gonna stay up all night, protect you. Nothing's gonna get you while while you're with me and that sort of thing. Because there's already a lot of things happening in Jurassic Park as well. If we ended, added yeah. a whole uh, subplot about the um, the kids like this, it'd probably be mm-hmm. as long as this movie. <laughs> so,
0: mm-hmm. well, the other thing is, I mean, as you point here in the uh, in the minute notes that they, even though the parents are still getting divorced, what the scene kind of tells us is that the brothers will still stick together. They're still going to remain family, basically, no no matter what happens. Whereas the whole divorce subplot of the um, movie kind of gets swept under the rug to a point. We get the mention of it from the Digger when he goes to meet Gennaro at the Dominican Republic Amber Mine. But we never get we get that deleted uh, bit of dialogue to that, where Hammond explains why the kids are there. But for the for the most part, the divorce aspect is generally a bit swept under the rug for the first movie, whereas it's placed front and center in this one.
1: Well, it's again apart from a couple of short scenes in that in the original film, everything happens on mm-hmm. island. We're here we are, we're cutting back to. Uh, I can't remember the city now. Where the where they're from, the parents in the divorce mm-hmm. divorce or the lawyers boardroom or whatever. Yeah. so little scenes like that where we are leaving the island. But again, that was that was many minutes ago, and the next time we see the parents, they're going to be together uh, in that warehouse or that hangar. So mm-hmm. it's sort of it's sort of swept under the rug here too. We had the mention of it early on the monorail where sort of Gray's upset that he's not going to um see zach again once he moves out
0: the odd thing about that is it kind of makes the implication that the shared trauma of by the parents of not knowing if their kids are okay ends up bringing them together but that's never stated Mm. that's left for the audience to interpret based on them being together and both running up to see their kids yeah. For all we know, they finalized the divorce proceedings and signed the papers. The divorce. <laughs> when we see
1: when we see him at the end of the movie. And that's and that's one of the biggest problems I have with these films. There's no. There's not a lot of unity between the films. You had these characters here. There's there's no reason why they couldn't have been involved in some way in Fallen Kingdom or have, some mm-hmm. sort of a, walk on role, much like Tim and Lex did. In uh in the Lost World, even though that sort of doesn't reflect whether or not <laughs> they've they've obviously stayed friends even though the parents are divorced as well.
0: Tim and Lex's uh or I'm sorry, uh, Joe Mozello's college down payment. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I think that's what he called it.
1: Yeah, yeah. And I've I'm I've my family's stayed together. I I know a couple of people that have had divorced divorced uh, parents. It's each each one's a different case. These these two parents might um, might divorce for the sake of their marriage, but still live in the same town for the sake of the kids. Or he could be he could be as soon as the papers are signed on his way to Florida. <laughs> like that's and sometimes kids side with one parent over the other and and that sort of thing as well, and that sort of splits the the family up even more. But the way the way the film sort of started, well, Zach's going to split as soon as he goes to college and. Not uh, not look back. Where now is um, he? Sort of made that turn, Rodio. Oh, maybe I need to look out for Gray. Mm-hmm. Like that, that 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 juiced the minute a little bit uh, a little bit longer. Uh, as the minute, <laughs> I think so as the minute ends, uh, he says, "Hey, we're brothers, and we're always going to be brothers." So mm-hmm. um, oh, I know oh, I know my brother. <laughs> Where yes, we get along, but. There's jealousy, there's this fighting <laughs> all that sort of mm-hmm. stuff. But we didn't just we're not surviving on a dinosaur infested island at the moment either, so
0: But again, I mean like I said, it just goes back to what we were just discussing about how sure they banter, sure they might fight like brothers, but they're still going to stick together and watch out for each other. And I think that's the main take I think that's the best kind of takeaway that we get with this film versus Jurassic World's divorce theme, or Jurassic Park's divorce theme,
1: you know? Yeah, yep. From memory in a novel, it's not really touched on much either.
0: It is some, but it's, it's more set, used to set the backstory of both Lex and Tim, where, like, where, um, Tim remembers going to the American Museum of Natural History and seeing dinosaurs and his sister and dad getting bored and going home and watching baseball. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. Both both occurrences too. It sort of happens in the start, and it's whenever it's alluded to, it's all through dialogue. We don't actually see uh, like this minute. We don't see. We don't even see the parents um, or anything with them. It's all what uh, what Tim's telling Grant or or vice versa. So. Anything else on uh, on that? We. Um, Pretty much all this is exactly the same in a novel, so we've got nothing to add for novel comparisons. So, uh, minute 90, the uh, hour and a half mark of the film, and this might be our shortest minute ever. <laughs> mm-hmm. Anyway, we'll get heavy and uh, we'll be back next minute for uh, releasing the Raptors. <laughs> Release the Hounds. <laughs> <laughs>